we back just like that. Welcome to another episode, actually episode 20 of We Just Talking. Isaiah Torian, man, how y'all doing? It's been a few weeks. I'm I'm good, man. Uh, took some time off. Took some trips, man, little small ones. But, you know, it's, it's been nice, man. Not looking forward to uh, the summertime when the kids are home, though. I heard that. <laughs> I've been good. I uh, I dusted off the basketball shoes and played in my alumni basketball game on Friday night, and my back hurts. <laughs> bad, so bad right now. But it was. Did fun, you get man. buckets though? Did you get buckets though? Uh, I had, I had, you know, what was my stats, T? What did I? Because t- I actually took, I kept my stats. I think I had like, I think I had like seven points. Like six assists, no turnovers, three fouls. So like Real, Alonzo Ball, Alonzo yeah, Ballish, like, like Eric Snow, like two thousand one <laughs> Eric Snow type stats. You hey. know? but the only reason I didn't shoot more, bro, it was all like fast break layups. The only reason why I didn't shoot more is because these goddamn kids these days putting up all these three pointers. Every single man, I don't even. I'm about to get fired up. Bro, Chandler had a, a if Chandler had a basketball alumni game like we used to, uh, oh. I would just be pulling from deep. I go play once just to see, and I'd just start pulling from deep because all the <clears throat> all the threats that have graduated like really really good uh, ball players over the mm-hmm. years, I they're they're never coming back to Chandler. And the ones <laughs> yeah. that were solid around like like my age group, like man, let Aaron Gillette come up there. I'll cook his motherfucking ass, bro. I'm not even tripping. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, man, we've missed, we ha- we haven't had a chance to kind of talk about the draft, uh, NFL draft. I actually, this is the first time in a while that I enjoyed the draft process. The picks didn't take way too long or anything like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but, man, let's, let's dive right into it. Uh, obviously, Bryce Young going first overall. Was there anything that y'all thought that, I don't know. Did y'all expect anything different besides Bryce Young going number one? Um, I felt like C.J. Stroud could have, but he basically proved that he's just a football player and he doesn't really study anything based on that that test that he took, and he got like an 18% on it. So that probably hurt his draft stock really fast. Within That, was, that came out, what, a couple of days before the draft? Three four days before the draft. No, it came out a little bit before. It was a little but bit it did before. it did push it because you remember they were talking about um, him going the Panthers. One. Yeah, they were yeah. talking about the Panthers. Like they like bigger quarterbacks, and they're going to take C.J. Stroud. Homie came out and flunked the test, and they were like, "Oh, well, let's go with this shorter guy because at least he understands scheme and zone coverage." And then for <laughs> C.J. Stroud to even come up there and say. Well, I'll really worry about that. I'm just a football player. I just make plays. Like I don't. I'm not a uh, test taker. Yeah, I'm not a test taker. Uh, uh, you, you kind of. This is now your job, so you got to understand how to read a piece of paper, at least a little bit, my guy. That's. Uh, I mean, no, nothing really surprised me other than uh, Will Levis. <laughs> that surprised you? Well, I think it surprised <laughs> me based on the fact that. He was get. I was kind of getting mad because he got so much coverage. I'm like, he went to Kentucky, and he never played in a meaningful bowl game for the what the two years he started. Why would you expect him to go super high in the draft because of because he throws because he throws a pretty ball. Yeah, <laughs> you know who threw a pretty ball and went two overall and then. Played like two years of the league, Jamarcus Russell's fat ass. I, well, mean, come on. I, I was I was just about to say, bro, Torian throws a mean football, so yeah, uh, we we need top, to go ahead top and put ten the pick tape. of the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah we need <laughs> to put that tape out there, bro. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no man, uh honestly, the most the most surprising thing for me watching the draft <laughs> was just <sighs> Eagles are just getting better and better, man. Oh I, I still I yeah. still think, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not gonna put any slander on Pat Mahomes' greatness, dude. I, I think, I think they won, but I also think the Eagles lost that Super Bowl, and they've done nothing but get better since. 
First round pick at nine overall, you take Jalen Carter, the guy who was supposed to be like the best player in the draft slides to nine. You take him, you go get this freak fucking athlete, Nolan Smith, you know, edge rushers running like a four, three forty crazy good. They get better on the offensive line. They take uh, Tyler Steen. Then they get, a safety in the third round. They draft Keely Ringo, another Georgia guy. You know, they have like five of their projected starters on their defense this year were from that 2001 Georgia National Championship team. That that team is just that they're they're going to be dominant for a while. They don't. <laughs> yeah, they have depth for sure. Like they they're making are. the best moves, dude. They made a great move. Uh, getting they kind of didn't lose anything on <clears throat> offense, even though they lost Miles Sanders. They turned right around and signed somebody probably just as good. You know, I just yeah, they're just continuing to get better. Yeah, they're it's just crazy. cycling through talent, bro. They're, yeah. I mean, they had a plan, and you can tell that the Eagles front office, they want Georgia boys. They want Bama boys. They want Penn state and Ohio state guys. They want, they want people that are going to come in and churn and for them to stay relevant in that division too. The Dallas moves are the sexier moves. They go when they go out and get Brandon cooks and, and uh, Stefan Gilmore. But I mean, they got waxed last year and I don't see the Eagles getting like, I like I'm with UT there. They got better, a lot better. Yeah, they're just – that team is going to be extremely dominant in the NFC East for a while. Like it, and they're young. I mean, the, uh, granted, the offensive line is starting to age. You know, I think a lot of their, their linemen are in their early 30s, you know, so they probably got, you know, four – at least four or five years where they're just going to be great. But even that, like you said, they go out and they get that O lineman. They their defense is getting younger and getting better. You got to think they just found replacements for, you know, T.J. Edwards and Fletcher Cox or Devontae Graham. Well, not Devontae Graham. I forgot. Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham, yeah. like that. Yeah. The yeah. The, so you know, getting Jordan Davis last year, getting Jalen Carter this year. There's your replacements for the interior defensive mm-hmm. line. And then you draft Nolan Smith, who's Hassan Reddick's replacement when yeah. that guy inevitably, you know, Probably goes elsewhere. Goes, yeah. Um, and Hassan Reddick is young, dude. Yeah. I mean, they're – They're going to run the table, young. dude. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Who who do you all think had <clears> – <throat> was, like, reaching in the first round, if anyone? Uh, reaching? Um – Man, I almost want to pull up the. Yeah, the I have list. it pulled. I have it pulled up. Like, I don't think anyone early reached. Uh, I actually like the Texans trading up to the three pick to take Will Anderson. They took care of their team, yeah. two of their top needs. I still think they're going to be dog shit, but I mean, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think who I who I feel like might have been a reach. Um, Devin Wither. Nah, he was supposed to be the first no, corner take. Yeah, no, that, I liked that pick. The, Man, how do y'all honestly, feel about Bijan? Uh, I thought that was a. I thought that, that was, was probably a reach, big, dude. I, I don't think that was so, probably man. a reach. I don't think so, dude. Not not for them. I don't. Yeah, I I think Bijan is a. He's a really good talent, and the Falcons it's have showed be, their offensive line is the shit. Yeah. So honestly, as far as what I what I felt like might have been a reach, I think mean, man, I think maybe Addison. I think Jordan Addison. Yeah, to the to the Vikings might have been, might have been a bit like a bit premature, but you know we'll see, man. I mean, you know he's gonna he's gonna go in and immediately be a starter, probably in the slot because they got the outside guys there. Um, you know, and we'll see, man. Honestly, in the first round, Jameer Gibbs. That's who I was thinking of. Not <laughs> yeah, that was the yeah, one. Yeah, you talking like, about the Lions. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> the line, the line. Why don't you get a better defense? That, well, the well, line they was just... the team that fucked the whole draft up, where everybody was yeah. like, "Huh?" <laughs> yeah. That well, was... yeah. Well, guess what? Like, well, I mean, I understand why they did it because he's like a pass catching back. He's supposed to be what DeAndre Swift, Swift was Swift supposed was. to be, yeah. 
And then they lost Jamal Williams too. So they have no depth at running back. Like they have nobody. But they um, have absolutely no defense. That's a plug and play position as I'll far t- as I'll tell back. you I'll tell you my Jack favorite Campbell, baby. My yeah. favorite pick in the draft was in the third round though. The Lions fucking taking Hendon Hooker. I liked that pick. Yeah, that's I didn't good, think he was that's a slip. good pick. Yeah, I didn't think he would slip that far. And it gives it gives him time to uh what he tore his ACL. Yeah. Gives him time to get healed up and he'll sit uh, probably a year or two behind um homeboy Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a I, bad pick. I I, I know. I definitely think the Jameer Gibbs thing was stupid. I'm sorry. I, I understand it. I just think they I again I think they reached on both of their picks. I think they just liked them a lot uh, with Jack yeah. Campbell and Jameer Gibbs. They liked them so much they didn't want to give like get rid of them. But I honestly don't think any other team was like, oh okay. Like I knew Jameer Gibbs was like projected as a top two, top or like second round pick. Yeah. But hey man, kudos to them. They they helped uh, they helped people start slipping and then. Dude who was projected to fall to the Steelers in the first round at 17 ended up falling to us in uh, in the second round. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I think – I don't know. I'm looking over the list now, and can we not hype up the fact that there was a white defensive player that got drafted in the first defensive round? Defensive back, right? Defensive back, yeah, from Iowa. He was from Iowa, wasn't he? What the hell was that kid's name? I don't um, know, but I, I do know. I, I mentioned Jason Seahorn last night, so – Oh, ooh. <laughs> Man. We took uh, Jack. Yeah, Jack Campbell. He got drafted in the first round. White <laughs> defensive player. Yeah. I'm I trying to think of who he was. Uh, well, I know he was no, a corner. Lucas Van Ness was the other guy. Yeah. They both went in the first round. I mean, so they're, what, so they're two edge players got taken in the first round from Iowa. You look at you know the second round going into the third round, like I don't know. I feel like a lot of people fell a little bit, but yeah, there's still. I mean, it was still a good, pretty good draft class. I mean, let's they they got Brian Brisset. If he could stay underweight in New Orleans, I think he's going to be really good because he's just athletically a freak. And then as far as individual teams. You know, I think Marlon Jobs. Okay, I seen, I seen y'all, I seen y'all with your pick. Nice pick I, at thirty-two, dude, Joey Porter. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was. I thought he was packed, bro. Whenever we picked, uh, when we moved up to pick Broderick Jones, which I, I was okay with. I was like, man, mm-hmm. like we need off like tackle support, and um, so I thought, yeah, I was like, well, we got, we went with the tackle over the corner. Uh, we'll get like Ringo or someone late. And yeah, he was still on the board. I was like, Jesus. Just get him. Yeah. Not only that, but I also too was now that we're talking about it, I'm starting to remember certain things. Can we talk about how many tight ends went in the first three rounds? Yeah, man, it was a good year for him. Yeah. Really good year. I was surprised. Even didn't uh didn't the Eagles get that? Big motherfucker from Georgia too. No, the Steelers Washington. Did. Oh, the Steel. Oh, yeah, that's right. You you guys got him. A huge dude. Yeah, six seven six. Darnell Washington. Yeah, I mean he only he didn't even catch a lot of passes. Was that the Georgia tight end? Yeah, yeah. the second. Yeah, I want I wanted the Bolts to take him, dude. And fucking didn't. Yeah, he's what? he's he's he gonna be our the, twelve personnel tight end. Yeah. He wasn't even because it was Brock Bowers was you know the main pass catching tight end, but yeah. that dude just his size alone getting him as a lead blocker. Oh my god! Yeah, he's they they pretty much have came out and said he's going to be the uh, if we run like big personnel, he's going to basically be the extra tackle, but mm-hmm. he's still a tight end and he's also still a freak dude. He like <clears throat> four yeah. six. Yeah, it also lets uh, Connor Hayward. Uh, slide back to like the H back position, so we don't have to pay Derek Watt a bunch of money to do absolutely nothing. Nothing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think my favorite Steelers pick was obviously the Joey Porter Jr. Um, mm-hmm. Keontu Benton uh, in the third round, Darnell Washington, and then Corey Trice. Um, was it the sixth or seventh round? He's built I just so. like Joey Porter Jr. Um, 
pretty fast. He had some, I mean, <clears throat> I looked him up at home. He had, he's had it rough. He's been, he's tore his knee up like two or three times, but as like a sixth or seventh round pick, I, I'm fine with that. If we'd have did that in the first or second round, I'd have been up. Well, <laughs> I mean, as far as my team goes, we just got more speed, so we're pretty much selling out on outrunning everybody. <laughs> we got that. Uh, Devin at Kane. I saw that pick, and I said, who the fuck is that? I felt like Conor McGregor. I said, who the fuck is that guy? Because I had never heard of that kid before. Because, I mean, Texas A&M hasn't been really impressive, you know, for a while. But, well, I mean, I guess we'll see, you know, how, how it goes. <laughs> T, T how you feeling? Like, yeah, I was about to say, how, how you feeling about them Chargers, them bolts? I ain't mad at it, man. I think <clears throat> the the only pick that I thought that I would – I kind of questioned was um, them taking Tui to a Peloto from USC mm-hmm. because, you know, he was a defensive end at SC. Well, we have two really fucking salty ends in Bosa and Khalil Mack. I don't know why you take him, but he lined up pretty much everywhere. If anything, Anything you could you could slide Mac inside and put him in packages where he lines up outside. So he might play immediately. I don't know how well he's going to do in coverage, um, but outside of that, you know, we we drafted all TCU players pretty much. So yeah, <laughs> um, love love Quentin Johnson. Love that pick. Um, I like I like them taking Max Duggan in the. In the uh, in the seventh round, and you know they got uh, Dan Henley from uh, Washington State, who I think he was like the number four overall out like inside linebacker in the draft class. Pick up Eric Kendricks, decline Kenneth Murray's option, then draft this kid. So you know we'll see. And then they took uh, oh my goodness. What in the fuck? His name is I'm I'm forgetting his name, but we grabbed yeah. that speedy slot player too from TCU. Oh, uh, Darius like Davis. Yeah, yeah. I I like the picks, man. I, you know, and I think with with Kellen Moore coming in as the offensive coordinator, I like I like the uh, the potential explosion that he can bring to our offense because. I mean, Dallas's offense has always looked explosive, and we have a superior quarterback. Um, Ooh. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, I was about to say, that wasn't a hot take, my guy. <laughs> no, no. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> um, and, I think, and I think that running backs can do really well in his offensive scheme as well. I, I want to see a lot more from, like, Isaiah Spiller and, like, you know, um, the rest of the running back room. You know what Eckler is going to do. So, you know, I think the potential is there. Still got Mike Williams. Still got Donald Parham. Uh, you know, Keenan Allen. The offense looks good. Jalen Hyatt resigned, or not Jalen uh, Hyatt, but uh, oh my gosh, who are you talking about? Oh, dude, we just Jalen Guyton. Excuse me. Oh, just resigned him. So the offense is going to be explosive, man. I think the defense is going to be better. Hopefully, J.C. Jackson comes back and then play like shit. Um, well, he got hurt fast, didn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. before he got hurt, he was rated as like the worst cornerback in the <laughs> yeah, fucking he, league. He, he, After we he signed him for eighty million dollars too, so yeah, you know, hopefully he gets his shit together this year because I think he'll. I think he will. Him. I think he will because he knows if he doesn't, y'all cut the fuck out of him. Yeah. Uh, I think it. I think it looks good, man. I, you know, with I mean, with obviously we. I'll go ahead. No, my fault. No, I'm say like obviously, you know, we got to play the fucking Chiefs twice a year. But <laughs> outside of, outside of them, in the division, dude, I'm I'm not worried about the Raiders. They're ass. I'm not really worried about the Broncos. The Broncos will be better this year, but wholly not concerned with them right. either. They have to be asked because I can't listen to fucking Russell Wilson. Broncos country. Let's ride. That's right. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, they got, you know, they did a little bit. They, you know, they got the OU receiver. They got Mims at receiver, and they really didn't draft anything else impressive outside of that, honestly. 
I didn't down. look at any of their picks and thought to myself, like, oh, man, they look really good. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, everybody was on their jock last year, though. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, I, they'll be better, but they, I don't think they'll be good. And y'all, y'all's division is tough because if you're not y'all or the Chiefs, you have to, like, that's like four easy L's every single year. Mm. And then when they play the Raiders, it's, they can go one and one, and then their division record is already what one and five. Yeah, yeah, not good. Yeah, it could have happened quick. Could, yeah, how I many? Don't see. How many? How many dubs? Uh, how many wins are y'all projecting for y'all's team after the draft and all that bullshit so far? After seeing the schedule, after the I saw the and schedule the, and the Chargers, yeah, yeah. What, what, how you feeling about? Like how many doves uh, are you estimating? Because I think Pro uh, Pro Football Focus or uh, CBS released like win totals after the draft and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna look at mine yet, but if I if I were to if I were to speculate right now, I'd, I'd say we win 12 games. We'll win 12. I don't know what Pro Football Focus has us at. Um, based on the schedule that I'm looking at, um. We got the Chargers first week, dub. We got <laughs> we got the Patriots next week, dub. Broncos, dub. Bills, we might win. Giants, dub. Panthers, dub. Eagles, L. Patriots, L. Chiefs, L. Raiders, dub. Jets, maybe. Commanders, dub. Man, I, I give us. I think we'll hold go on. Eleven and seven. Hold on. And this, we'll this is if, if, if you're a Patriots fan, I'm sorry. But how you how you say y'all gonna open up with the dove against the Chargers, but then take an L to Mac Jones and the Patriots? No, I said later in the season when we play them in late October, we'll probably lose. I just nah. know because we, even though we beat them, well, we went one and one against them last year, but in the second game that we played them, like the first game was close, anyways. The second game we had fucking Skylar Thompson playing, so I'm guaranteeing that. I'm almost guaranteeing that Tua will get hurt yep. at some point. There are um, no gang signs. Yeah, so I'm, I think Mike White probably comes in middle of the season, and that's whenever we'll have some shaky games just because even though he's proven to be able to sling the football around, he's just, you know, there's a reason why he was such a late draft pick, and if he doesn't get riddled with injuries and then they would have sell out on Zach Wilson, you know, but no, I can see us going about eleven and seven. Did you see his so, ribs get crushed? I mean, my my bad, my, not eleven and seven. I'm sorry, eleven and six. Yeah, he was getting his ass whooped. Well, I'm talking about just that that hit where he was throwing and got oh, hit. Yeah. In the, yeah, it looked like he broke every rib in his body. So whatever is left of him, y'all will have because two is the exact yeah. same way. Y'all y'all playing with like uh, like parts. Y'all just trying to build a single quarterback with the part y'all got. Yeah, so I'll tell you as far as why we're gonna beat the Chargers, just to really stir <laughs> some shit. We're gonna beat the Chargers solely based Ricky on the Williams fact is coming back. <laughs> no, no, no. It's only because Eckler's holding out. There's gonna be a lot of turmoil around the team. Back the defense right, didn't no. get any better. They don't have the speed to cover with us. It'll probably be a shootout. But at the same time, we did get better at corner, so I think we're gonna pick. I think we will pick off Herbert probably once or twice. He'll probably throw for three, two interceptions. It'll be a thirty-five twenty-eight or a thirty-five thirty-one type of game, bro. If Tua comes out playing like Dan Marino, I can see (laughs) that happening. So you think you think you guys are gonna catch a flight to L.A. and beat our ass on our field? That's what's up. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this right now, yeah. dude. I got I got on I got on here and I looked I got on Fox Sports, looked up the Chargers predictions. Week one versus the Dolphins, dub. Week two <laughs> versus the Titans, dub. Week three, Vikings, dub. Week four, Raiders, really? dub. Week week five by week. Week six come back, play Dallas, L. Kansas City, they got us a dub. Week eight, Bears dub. Week nine, Jets dub. Detroit Ooh. Lions, week 10, dub. Green Ooh. Bay, week 11, dub. Week 12, Ravens, L. They got us losing to the Pats. That's fucking stupid, but L. 
Broncos, dub, week 14. Week 15, Vegas, dub. Week 16, Bills, dub. Week 17, Denver, L. Week 18, Chiefs, L. Final win-loss total, 12-5. and So, see, I – I'm pretty spot on with my shit. Like, nah. I think I think that's that's just how it's going down. Isaiah, you can Jet, you can hate it all Jets, you want. Jets are gonna get y'all, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. Me, bro, the Jets, are, the Jets, Jets are okay. Well, the Jets are gonna get y'all fucking twice this <laughs> nah, year. So nah, we'll get them once. We'll get them once. Aaron yeah, Rodgers okay. is old, dude. Aaron Rodgers. He is. Old, he's all he played last year. Boy, I, I mean, he'll they'll be better than they were last year. But I well, shit. They might. I don't know the Jets. I forgot about Brees Hall coming back. God damn. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. they may be all right, but nah, I don't think they'll be anything. <laughs> Jets crazy. are gonna give them boys problems, dude. Yeah, What's nah, he happen? definitely is. Isaiah, y'all is. Oh, oh no, man, Piss, Pittsburgh shit. We got it. We got that luck. Uh, but nah, y'all. If y'all can at least have two to protect him and him have a good year, y'all be good. If he can sling the ball. Y'all have the the weapons for him to be very Ben Roethlisberger in 2006 and for y'all to be successful. The issue yeah. is, is he gets his shit broken off and then y'all's quarterback play is terrible after. And I don't know if Mike White or Skylar Thompson is going to be him. I, w- I will say that Mike White, whenever he did play, he always impressed with the terrible Jets. So... I can imagine because he's bigger. I can imagine him like being like, "Dude, I don't even have to fucking throw the ball fifty yards down the field. All I got to do is throw a slant." Because that's all Tua did, or he threw a twenty-yard inter- intermediate route down the middle of the field. I I used to be on on Tua's side, but I honestly now think that's that's about all he's got. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> 30, 30 yards down the field. That's that's pushing it for old Tua now. Yeah, his and deep it's ball throw. It's yeah, it's about weird. Forty yards, maybe. It's weird because in college he was humming that shit. Yeah, I th- but, I think for sure that our team looks like it has the most promise. It, it could go one or two ways, and we showed that we were a team of streaks, whether it be winning or losing last year. Go three and zero. Go zero and three. Go five and zero. Go zero and five. Go three and zero. Like we we just. <laughs> It just looked bad. Yeah. And yep. we were really close in that game without Tua playing against the Bills. I think the Bills are going to have the biggest drop-off this year in that division. Call uh, me crazy. Uh, I ain't rolling. Uh, you see how bad they started playing down the stretch of last year? They were that was not last playing year, good. though, dude. Okay, and they, they've done that every year. They always fall off towards the end. They look great beginning, middle of the season. Nah, they – the year before, they didn't. They looked great in the playoffs. They just got Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. But I, I, I do. I, I kind of think they could, but I don't. It. They, I don't think the drop off can be too big because of Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's only. I believe that it's going to get to the point because for the first time in his career, he got hurt, like a significant injury, and he tried to play through it, and he played like dog shit i me personally even with the injury or whatever i think their issue and what's happening to buffalo is is the first year that he looked really 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 good and took the league by storm from his his perspective their defense was was crazy like it was you, you didn't score many points on them either way so it was so tough now that their defense is aging and they're losing players they're having to they're, they're having to, to 30. Yeah, like 30 to 40 just to win, and he has to be perfect. So it's like Baker and OU. You have to be perfect, and if you're not, yeah, you lose. Yeah, I, and I don't think I, he's perfect. I don't even think no, he's close. And, and I think there was a lot of frustrating plays that he was trying to make. You're like, why are you even throwing that ball? Like, where are you going with yeah. it? And he started fumbling. I'm not saying that it's just going to be huge. It's, I, j- I think that they're – I don't think that they're going to have the same season as they had last year. And towards the end of their season last year, it was really shaky. So pretty much what you're saying is, is and this is coming from you, that you mm-hmm. saying right now that if y'all motherfuckers is picking the Bills to win that division, 
you tripping. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be the Bills next year. I don't. Man. You think it's going to be the Jets, don't you? Don't don't lie. No, I don't know who it's going to be. I can't give you oh, a okay. solid answer. Based on say. how that division has gotten so I'm not trying to draw a compare by any means that that division is like how the a the NFC West used to be or how the AFC West could have been last year. But it's something to where you're like, hey, man, you might have one team that has a really good season, but everybody else is competing really good against each other in that division. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's it, all the divisions in the AFC except for the South. Well, and honestly, too, I mean, you got to look through the first, what, four weeks of the season. Every team looked good, and then the Patriots started putting some shit together, and they were fighting for a spot in the playoffs when – Nobody thought that in the middle of the season that they could have made the playoffs. Yeah, they were about to start tanking. I mean, the Jets were what forward two. You know, yep. every every team looked like they can really compete. So, it, especially in football, it's so unpredictable. But I think as far as them getting Aaron Rodgers, they you know they have some young receivers mixed with some old talent. You know, their defense was really good last year. They just, I mean, you could only be on the field so long. If your office is putting up points, and we okay, can fi- we can finally confirm that Zach Wilson Ooh. is a bust. <laughs> so, I mean, okay. if you go out and get Aaron Rodgers, you're a bust. But that, that's I'm, just my thought on it. I'm I'm letting y'all know right now, after the draft, and after this off season. <laughs> Steelers is winning the AFC North. No, nah, I'm fucking with y'all. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> it, it it really is possible, but I'm I'm expecting crazy things from the AFC North. I think the Steelers. I think we got better. I think our schedule is really light, especially compared to last year. Um, I this is this is a. I think people are putting a lot of pressure on Kenny Pickett <clears throat> for this year for him to just come out and have to just be like. 40 touchdowns, throw for like 45 to 5,000 yards. I don't think he's ever going to be that guy. And if he is, it's not going to be for another two years. Yeah. All I want from him is to play like he did down the stretch last year, every game. He doesn't have yeah. to throw for 500 yards. He doesn't have to throw for four tutties. He just be, just gradually get better over and over. You have weapons. We have a better offensive line. The defense is is kind of better. We'll see how the corner play uh, is because last year it was horrendous. But um, yeah, like we 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 have depth everywhere. I'm curious, and with with the Ravens obviously getting Lamar back and the Odell signing, and then picking up Zay Flowers in the first round. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I think it's overrated, but we'll see. Uh, is is he going? Because this this for Lamar, there's no more excuses now. Like you have weapons, you you drafted a boom player in the first round. You got even though he's aging, Odell Beckham, Lamar is healthy. You still have Mark Andrews. You have uh, Rashad Bateman. So you have the yeah. talent pieces in place. If you come out and don't perform, then that's it. But uh, the Bengals, I don't know. I think that them losing their safeties <clears throat> could hurt their defense yes. more than people think. Um, yeah, oh, but for sure. they, yeah. they still have fucking Joe Burrow and 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 Chase and Higgins, so they're still going to be a hard yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, they're a hard out. They'll for probably everybody. use. They'll probably lose Joe Mixon, but I mean that's his. That's his. Fuck him. Uh, but yeah. his own fault. <laughs> and the Browns, the Browns. I, I don't. I honestly, I can't even predict because I think I think Deshaun Watson's going to obviously he's going to be better uh, and whatnot. But I just. They're one of those teams to where if they can't run the ball, they look pretty fucking shit. And it's been that way for about three years. So if you stop Nick Chubb, which is a tall task, but if you can stop or slow him down, they're cheeks. And I don't think they're going to have Kareem Hunt this coming year. So, yeah, I don't I don't know what to think about them. Uh, but the Steelers, the Steelers record, I think we were predicted to win seven and a half games. Under Mike Tomlin, that's never happened. We've always at least been 500. Um, I can yep. see – I went through our schedule and I seen us winning like 10 games. And that would be me being like very – like uh, we we could win this game. I just don't think we're going to win this game. And it's based on Kenny Pickett. Like I, I was super hyped on him last year. I'm glad we didn't pick Malik Willis because homie's probably going to be out of the league before too long. They said the yep. Titans are fucking over him. 
Um, I don't think Kenny Pickett will ever be a like a Herb, a Pat Mahomes or anything like that. I didn't think that Ben would be like a, a Philip Rivers or Eli or anything. He was just able to gradually grow into it because of the organization, because of the defense and stuff. That's what I'm hoping for Kenny Pickett. And I know a lot of the, the sports media loves to talk down upon him when they're doing rankings and things like that. I honestly don't care because mm-hmm. like it's hard to get both a young, great quarterback and a stellar defense. So yeah, it's all about just balance, don't, man, yeah, just don't, yeah, just don't fuck up. <laughs> That's it. That's all you got to do. Just don't fuck up. Yeah. Don't turn the ball over. Fucking get first downs, get us down the field, score some points. Your defense is going to get takeaways. Just don't fuck up, bro. Yeah, and I mean, you see what happens if they do mess up. You end up in the XFL. Man, <laughs> speaking of the XFL, man, we we're talking about it a little bit earlier. Uh, how do y'all feel about the XFL, um, like as a whole? Because I think there were some changes. The rules are different. Um, there's players from the that, that played in the NFL. Uh, I love my personal favorite is instead of doing an onside kick. After you score to try to get back in the game, you can take a fourth and fifteen, and like you're on offense, you get fourth, you get the ball fourth and fifteen. If you get it, good. If you don't, then you you just gave up field position. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like me that too. a lot. And the kickoff thing—it's basically what are they five or ten yards apart? You kick the ball off, and then it's straight up one-on-one blocking. It's one-on-one blocking, and they can't they can't move until the player has caught the ball. Yep. So it's a read on once you see somebody running, you're like, oh, all right, cool. This is yep. it's like well, they blow the whistle. battle. Yeah, it's yeah. like head to head battle almost. I yeah. think that's pretty cool. And then the three uh tries that you well, the three yard marks that are that you have as a try for an extra for an extra point. Yeah. You can go for a one pointer or a two pointer or a three pointer, which is from what, like fifteen yards out? I think the I think three is twenty. Three is twenty? Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't think mo- most teams attempted that this past no, year. No, they did not. They did not. Which, I mean, I think it'd be cool to see if they did, which, I mean, let's talk about Big Gay Bob. Team going <laughs> five and six in the regular season and then winning the championship. I man. Getting, getting FaceTime with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, do, well, Dwayne, it's really nice to, to, to meet you. And I think our boys, I think uh, Luis Perez. That kid came out of nowhere. He did a really good job, and <laughs> yeah, fucking guy. Yeah, I, I, I like the rules. I also like the uh, the ability, and I, I've heard people hope that it comes to the NFL, but I've been hoping for this for a while. But being the ability to challenge pretty much anything, so you yeah. can check like, like it if you get get a holding call on you or something and it's not holding the dude flopped or whatever you can you can like you can challenge it same thing with pass interference or whatever the hell you want to you can just challenge it and i think that's something pass interference yes yeah, i think that's something huge. i think that's something that the nfl should do they're not going to they'll say it, it'll slow the game down but yeah, again that's... if that you only get one challenge of i think a game uh in the xfl instead of two but mm-hmm. I would like to I would like to see it, uh, especially at least in the fucking playoffs, because some of these games and some of those plays that are just crazy outlandish that uh, that like in the Super Bowl, the I think they would have kept the kept the call. But that holding call uh, at the end when Juju got held. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I, I mean, was, you don't decide a game that way, in my opinion. Well, correct, but I'm saying all game. Yeah. Correct. I'm just saying, like, I don't. I would have challenged that. I mean, I might not have won, but that would have been a good spot to challenge it. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah. who knows? I think honestly, too cause... going live with the uh, with because what Mike Mike Pereira? No, it's uh, Dean Blandino. He's like in charge of all challenges go through him like during games, during XFL games, and he's live on a conversation with whoever's in the booth, and then they decide right then and there, and then you hear his explanation as to why, you know, a play will stand or not stand, or whether it's an interception or a fumble or something. Just seeing that versus, you know, you got the commentators reviewing it, and they're like, ah, I think think he's out, or oh, I think this, (laughs) I think that. And then they're completely wrong because the ref calls it an opposite way. 
versus seeing the head decision maker be like, no, he got two feet in. Uh, the catch is good. I thought that that was really interesting to see and pretty cool because you got a you got a actual former NFL refs, you know, opinion and it's his decision versus us just speculating. Hey, speculation though sometimes it makes it better to watch. Yeah. No, I'm not even gonna lie. I watch it on on mute for that reason as a whole. Oh, You'll yeah. be watching something and they'll be like, as you can see, he got both feet down and the homie does hadn't even got one like he didn't even get one foot down. Yeah. Bro, come on. The fuck are y'all looking at? But and I think sideline interviews are definitely a cool no. aspect. I know, fuck that. I was <laughs> just about to say no. Bro, you know how crazy if they if they like brought that to the NFL, how crazy some of these dudes would have been. Like if if they would have caught Richard Sherman on the sideline right after that play instead of giving him a little bit of time to calm down and if you try me, like he would have he would have said some outlandish shit. Exactly. So, That's why we yeah, need now, I mean, I, I like to see it. I like to see it like like have a whole show dedicated to that or something like that, but um, like sound effects and all that shit. But man, yeah. they start doing sideline interviews like that in the league. It's going to be crazy. Well, I mean, and if you say something outlandish or stupid, if the mic is on you, then you get fined. So I think. Nah, no, bro. I'm tired of seeing all these bullshit fines unless it unless you deserve it. Let them motherfucking taunt. I, but. I know. I'm still mad about Jamal Williams getting fined for his three pumps. Man, man! After he scored that touchdown, <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah, man. it was exactly like the Key and Peele skit. Exactly. Instead of what is it? Excessive celebration. Yes. yes. That's the worst fight I've ever seen. Fellas, I'm Look I'm I'm gonna change I'm gonna change subjects real quick on us, and this is like breaking news as of a little bit ago. John ja Morant has been suspended from all. Uh, NBA activities. He can't go to the organization. None of that shit. Uh, homie was flexing a gun on his IG live um, at the trap. It looked like so. Uh, yeah, John ja, ja Morant um, can't get right, boss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh god. And I'm gonna yeah. work on things to get better. And blah blah blah. Yeah, that is just dumb. Somebody used the Magic Johnson uh, interview when he was like, and I was like, he? <laughs> they said that's John Morant throwing his NBA career away. <laughs> you got to get uh, him back, Carl. You got to get him back. He said it. I dropped him to him like, he? Nah, but uh, John Morant is, that's, that dude is a trip. It's that, I mean, I get some people are just wild and, and weird and dumb as shit, but, bro, you've, you wasting a whole bag. Get him out of Memphis. Trade him. Oh, yeah. Memphis is gonna have to do some shit. They have to do something with him. Cause, yeah, because yeah, he's mm. he is effectively <laughs> forcing himself out of the fucking league, dude. Yeah, and I think that I really do think that Memphis has a lot to do with that shit. Like me too. The city. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The 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 environment that he's in. Uh, but uh, then again, you got to think, man. Zebo and Bonzi Wells both played in Memphis. Zebo was a real thug, though. Yeah, like, I was about to say. Real, he, so he, he was really. Has, yeah, he's, he's about, about that action. Yeah. Tony that's, Allen that's what, was there. I, well, I don't that, know. That's that's it's a difference though. That's what uh I was talking to the homie, and he was like, late '90s, early 2000s. Like those dudes was actual gangbangers, like Kevin Garnett and. Like yeah, yeah, those were actual gangbangers playing, and these dudes and now Jerry, is yeah, yeah these dudes now are yeah they're just throwing. I I hate to harp on this this single dude because it sounds like I just talk a bunch of shit about homie all day every day. He's really mm -hmm. not in my vocabulary like that. But Russell Westbrook throws up crip after every shot, and yeah, I understand Russ grew up in California. Homie yeah. just started throwing crip up like so. Bro, you're yeah, 30, 30, 35 years old, dude. Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah like, bro, what, what, where was this at well, back then? Because at least I can say John Wall came in the league throwing his shit up. Yeah, Jason Terry used to do that after he made a shot, but it was subtle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though, is like these dudes now is they they want to pretend so bad that they was they was about it. And that's why I said I, I would never I ain't grow up in the hood. I ain't throwing up no sets. I'm chilling. But these dudes yeah. now, they just, they like John Moran is well, prime example. You want to be a, a, 
That nigga is what was the homie's name on uh the boondocks? Uh oh, Gangstalicious. Oh yeah, nah, Gangstalicious. Yeah. The one he was he was he was all gangsta and then he said, You said they got guns? Oh <laughs> he yeah. said, Gangstalicious, <laughs> why you dropped the gun? That's not very gangster. Gangster. <laughs> Yeah, that's no, nah, man. I, I I agree with you too because there's no reason in the NBA offseason for you to be riding around in the city with a gun. You are one of the most recognizable athletes in the sport that you play. What kind of activities are you trying to get into to where you're flashing a little prostitute pistol in your <laughs> homie's car? You know what I mean? I I, I don't understand. I still don't you, understand it. You you want to know? He was in that strip club, like. Why? Yeah, you want to know what, like, how, it makes sense, but it doesn't, right? Like, him, should he be, like, should he, to me, him having the gun, I, I don't care that he has a gun, right? Like, if you're going to have a gun, for, I have a gun. I have multiple yeah. guns, but, like, that it is what it is. But why are you flashing it? And most after people, you get in trouble, why are you flashing it again? Most people who have that thing on them, you are not going to know that they have it on them. Correct. Until it's until it's too late. Right. Exactly. Whereas no. people who want it to be known that they have it, they're not gonna pop shit. Like, let's be real. Like he can sit down. there and flash that thing all he wants, he ain't pull it. Yeah. <laughs> You're I not mean, gonna just, use it. Just like he the kids were playing basketball at his house and he like punched on a seventeen year old kid. I and... thought it was a fifteen year old kid, but yeah. That was, yeah, that kid was fifteen. That's that kid was talking shit because he busted his ass, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Which at the same time, you got to think of him. He's probably just excited to play, and like John Morant's probably half-ass playing the game. And you're gonna let a 15-year-old kid get you out of character enough for you and your friends to jump him? Absolutely. That's what he's bro. He's he's trying. (laughs) He's on him, man. He's on that. He wants his his cred, his street cred and shit. He he thinks he's about it now. He's out there. Somebody posted a, a video and it had him over uh Papa Doc and it had Eminem killing him. And that's oh, yeah. that's him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 that edit is crazy. Yeah. And it, but it's real. It's like and Clarence grew up with both parents and Clarence's parents had a real good ma- like yeah, that was Ja. Yeah. Ja was Car- Ja was Carlton off of off of Fresh Prince and I think his dad, <laughs> I think T Morant should shoulder some of the responsibility too. Like you gotta be in your son's ear to promote positivity. I can tell you this, if, you know, if, if I were in, in his position, right, where, like, you know, Kaysen's, um ultra-talented athlete, I'm not, like, if my son started doing any of that fuck shit, dude, that would be me wrangling him in, like, hey, no, bro, like, we're, you know, you're not, you're not you're not that guy, dude. Like, yeah. You don't you don't know. Like I raised you, dude. Like you ain't tough. Like yeah. Well, and I think too the aspect of didn't he go to his sister's high school basketball game, and they were mad at the fans of the other team or another player of the other team, and they almost got into an altercation with yes. people. Like I don't know if it was his sister or his cousin, but yes. Yeah. Homie can't I mean, homie can't stay out of the headlines. That's a like. That's the that's the thing to me, and, and he's and in the news like, for the wrong shit too. Yeah, well, and, and and now he's there's there's songs coming out, and they're talking about I got the thing on me like I'm John Morant like that. So now you know that's going straight to his ego, like oh shit, now they mentioning me, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, well, that's also going straight to the fucking front office or whatever organization <laughs> you play for too, and they're gonna be like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, buddy, when we signed you to all that money, we didn't think you were gonna act that way. So. <laughs> Somebody yeah. said David Stern Fix would have it. this shit fixed in a week. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> him for, he would have suspended him for the rest of the season after that no incident pay. where he was, yeah, when he was flashing his gun and putting it on yep. IG. Like, bro, are you drunk? <laughs> Why are you doing what? Stop. <laughs> the homie, the homie said uh, David Stern would have had Jock cut his dreads off and, and do an interview in a suit the next day. Absolutely, I I agree, man, because I don't think I would say that Adam Silver tries to put the trust back in him as a commissioner by not being as strict as David Stern. But in David Stern's league, you knew if you messed up, you have you ever heard Mello talk about? Yep. 
how he was afraid of David Stern because David Stern, he was like, I know who you hang out with. I know where you stay. I know what block you came from. I know about so-and-so's priors. And he was like, this is my interview with the league. <laughs> he said, you're not you going back this. to Mer-. He was like, yeah, you're not going back to uh, Baltimore this summer. He was like, oh, or, uh, come on, bro. That's where bubble. He was like, no, you're not going back. He said, you can either go back and stay or you can stay in the NBA. And he was yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm going to stay my mouth, that- motherfucking ass Colorado. Yeah, that that's serious, man. And, you know, you got – and as his friends that are – like, his inner circle is so messed up. I almost feel like it's a setup because they're just hyping him up to do whatever, not understanding the consequences. Like, man, we got money now. Well, I guarantee you, if you keep going down this road in five years, you're going to be broke playing in homie, China. Homie is Takashi 6'9 with a handle. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> an incredible leaping ability. Yeah. <laughs> That's about That's, it. <laughs> yeah. And, and especially how b- great of a story was coming into the league. Homie goes to Murray State, balls out, gets them in the tournament, like gets drafted high. I remember at one point, I was so impressed with John Morant coming out of college. I thought about getting a John Morant jersey. Absolutely not. No way. Wouldn't do it now. <laughs> I would get a Murray State John Morant jersey, but not. It's crazy, well, too, because he morphed. Clean. Yeah, he, would, he morphed like late because hit with his. Rookie year, he won Rookie of the Year. His yeah. second year, he was still he was. That's whenever he started dunking on everybody, and he started just yeah. hyping up and uh, well, he won Most Improved. And then this yeah. year was the like like if he if if all this stuff wouldn't have came out, he would have been top, like considered top five because he was Memphis and Memphis the last couple of years has been top one or two in the the West. And yeah. homie, he's tricking it off, and now you have Dylan Brooks who's going to Ching Chong. Shanghai, he's about to be overseas <laughs> playing, and then you have Desmond Bain, who he's he's gonna forever be the, known as the dude who pissed off LeBron and had LeBron out of character on national TV, which never happens. And then yep. you got you got <laughs> I'm a flash everywhere, uh, John Moran. Yeah, I don't, God, man. Dude. I I just don't I don't get it for somebody's behavior to be that bad like i'm fine in the west you didn't make it out of the first round i i actually like the like that doesn't even bother me like if you want to talk your shit or whatever by all means do it because he he's backing it up just the the extra stuff that you can't like get out of you can't nothing that you can say is going to make that okay there are situations where like for instance let's talk about the iverson practice that yeah. whenever you hear the story about why he tripped out and like his best friend had just got murdered and stuff he wasn't yeah. all there and stuff you can yeah. defend that with that there's yeah. nothing that you can defend of john because he's just pulling it out just to look look tough look cool and shit yeah he's and, trying to get notoriety and him saying he's fine in the west like yeah i'm pretty sure y'all remember where it almost didn't matter who was coming out of the East for a number of years. Yeah. Whoever made it to the finals out of the West was going to win the NBA championship. And even though it's a little more saturated now, you got people going to different teams. Like It's spreading out a lot better now. Yeah, it, it's, it's a lot more even. But even still, you are in the NBA. This is the best of the best. Even You can't underestimate anybody. You can respect them. You don't have to fear them. But you got to think. They are some of the best players in the league. So you being fine in your conference, how'd that pan out for you? That was the first round exit. Yeah, I was about to say, you want to know how it panned out for him? Oh, I like to poke bears. Fuck out of here. Yeah, bro. He, uh, that's. Hold this L. And like you said, T, I think it has a lot to do with this mentality coming out of Memphis of, like, first of all, neither one of y'all are from there. Okay. You live in a million-dollar mansion somewhere. You're not in the city in Memphis having the same mentality as the other people in that city. Yes, you could represent that city for your NBA organization as a professional basketball player, not as somebody like a rapper that's from there. It's just it's a different kind of angle that you need to take, and you're not taking the correct one, and that's what – I mean, the, old, the oldest adage is don't – talk don't talk about it be about it like really go out there and win and don't write a check that your ass can't cash with your mouth yeah 
Period. Now, period. And, and they keep showing that. You you want to know the crazy thing? This is why this this last one kind of did it for me. The one that I just that just got uh, released yeah. after his performance in the first round, John Morant. I was back on his side halfway because I was like, bro, he got hurt. He was still hooping every game except the closeout game. Like he was thirty, and and you could just be you can look at it and say nobody was stopping him. Well, not it. Like you can look at it in a playoff series with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and there's times where you say John Moran is the best player on the court. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like, all right, bro. Like hopefully he ke- he keeps his head down. He had everybody that was like like Shannon Sharp and like everybody was just like hopefully this brother goes out and gets some help and you know what i'm saying he stays away he gets his head like head on because he is he's a top five player in the league and blah 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 and then now the homie's been in the offseason for two months and or for a month and already gets busted so yeah but but uh quickly going into the nba playoffs um lakers in the western conference finals Fuck Russ Westbrook again. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But um, have y'all watched any of it? What have y'all thought of it? And who y'all think going to the finals? All roads lead to L.A., man. Man, that's scary now. That's Fuck. all I gotta say, dude. Fuck. Well, this is this is a this is a rematch of the 2021 Conference Finals. And Marlon, do you think that that 2020 championship team is better? Or worse than this 2023 Western Conference team that so, played those same Denver Nuggets. So statistically, our defense is better, but I think back then our defense was a lot better because we could go bigger. Pause with yeah. uh, Javale and still have AD on the court as a roamer on Aaron Gordon. Uh, yeah, I think Dwight, our yeah, I think offensively we are better now because we have a bunch of dudes who can put the ball in the bucket. But I also think Jokic is better now than he was two years ago. I think LeBron is worse a little bit than he was two years ago. Anthony Davis is, I think, talent-wise, yeah, talent-wise, he's about the same. His consistency is a lot worse now than it was two years ago. Our bench is better. We're deeper. We can go deeper. But again, what this is going to come down to is Anthony Davis versus Jokic. And this, if I'm Anthony Davis, I'm licking my chops, pause, because this is what can get you back into being considered a top five in the league right now, or one of the best. If you have Jokic, who was a a two-time back-to-back MVP and possibly could have won it again this year, if he would have done that and you come out and crush him, back to the top. But if you come out and you play like you had the first two series, same shit. Yeah. Who yeah. won MVP this year? Embiid. Yes. Yep. It's not bad. I. No, it's not bad. I, it, it's it's not to me. To me, this is what irritates me about it is Jokic probably he did the exact same thing he was doing the past two years that got him the MVP. People were just over him. But if you're gonna pick somebody based on being the best player in the league, then just give it to Giannis. Regardless if he was hurt or not, Joel was hurt. Jokic missed time. Whatever. Either give it to, give it to the best player. And if you look on offense and defensive side, does he have faults? Yeah, but Giannis is the best player in the league. So just fuck, fuck all the analytics and all this other shit and people having to parade themselves and run a goddamn MVP ca- uh, campaign to get it. Just whoever's the best player in the league. Like legit, you look at it and say, this is the best player. I fuck the stats. The eye test tells me this guy is the best player in the league. Just give it to him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, as far as my theory on the playoffs, I think that this is the make-or-break year for Denver since Jokic has been there in the sense of, man, y'all have been a top-three seed for four years now. You've only made it – what, they've only made it to the conference finals once. That was in this 2020. This is the second time. Is the second time. Is everything going to finally come together this year, you know? And especially that that series did look competitive with Phoenix because nobody was stopping KD and Devin Booker, but that was it after, you know, Chris Paul does Chris Paul things and gets hurt <laughs> and doesn't show up for the next three games. So, I don't know. I mean, to me, I think it's going to be a very interesting series because I do not believe that there's anybody that could stop Jokic on the Lakers team. And at that same time, 
he's got a little more of a dog in him. Like he plays a little more mad. You know, in 2020, you couldn't say that. He was just, he was so impressive, right? He didn't really get into it with people. It's not until what these past two years that he's like showing a little bit of attitude or a little more moxie. He's got his Serbian gangster brothers with him all the times. Like he's got his little ragtag crew, you know, getting it. You know, he inadvertently shoved the owner of the Suns. <laughs> Nothing happened to him. Like, I kind of like this new attitude that he's playing with. You know, you can kind of tell that homie really wants it. Before, you know, he was just he was just impressed in the league, just kind of half-assing it out there. I mean, really, if you think about it, there's that one time that you were like, God dang, this dude Yoke is just hustling, man. He's just, my God, he just got yeah. to No, this is the first year that you could say that he wants that. So I think it's going to be an interesting series. As far as the East goes, I mean, we got to see what happens today at 2.30. With the with the Celtics and the 76ers um, in a game seven, you know that's um, you know that's kind of got me a little hyped up. And then also with that being said, you know the other team that's kind of waiting on them is Miami. Well, how's Miami get a fair? This is the same as 2020. You know they're they're counted out all season, and then it's playoff time, and then Jimmy Butler's like, I'm him again. So, and I think their point guard play is a little bit better. Um, defensively, they're one of the best teams in the league, even though their record doesn't reflect that. But that was a season, you know, bringing different rotations in, different lineups. You know, Jimmy was hurt. Tyler Hero gets hurt in, like, game one. And they're still showing that resiliency. So, like, I think, like T said, everything leads to L.A., but, what what LA are we gonna get? Are we gonna get a D-Lo that scores twenty or a D-Lo that scores five? You get Austin well, Reeve that scores fifteen or thirty. Hey, but that's the good thing about your team is you don't know who's gonna put on a twenty point performance, and everybody in your starting five minus Vanderbilt and a couple people off your bench can give you twenty. So that's that's why I. I actually like this team probably a little bit more than I like the 2020 team just for that mm-hmm. sole purpose. 2020, it was mm-hmm. offense was ride or die on AD and, and uh, LeBron. Kuzma would mm-hmm. chip in occasionally, but he was mm-hmm. just like D'Lo is right now, super hit or miss. But after yeah. that, it was, is KCP going to give us nine? Is Danny Green going to give us six? Is Alex Caruso going to get a couple dunks? Like that was kind of it. Now it's a yeah. – it's a AR can go for like 15 to 30. Same thing with D'Lo. Rui Hachimura sometimes can get hot and go for 30 like he did game one against them in the Memphis series. We have some yeah. some dogs, but I'm I, this Nugget series. That's one that's that's gonna keep me uh keep me on my toes just because they're really good. Jokic is really good, and like you said, Isaiah, that dog and him. He he's he is committed to winning. He's not just like like he doesn't look shocked in the moment anymore. He looks like he's yeah. ready for the the moment and he's, he's ready to put on a great performance. So we'll see. Yeah. And he's continuing to do that. I mean, that's kind of what's the most impressive thing about him is he's kind of being a little more animated. Remember, we never got that kind of Jokic, you know, Correct. four years ago. That was, he didn't play like that. So yeah, we're, he has, we'll he has, yeah, he has the same mindset that Anthony Davis did in the bubble that he doesn't have now, which is I'm him. Everything's going through me and I'm going to yeah. be the best player in the league at night in night out in the playoffs. Uh, AD takes nights off. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If we can't, we, the Lakers, if we come out and we, we go crazy game one and we don't, we don't end up winning it. Anthony Davis honestly cannot have a bad game in the series because game yeah. one, we've been stealing and then game two, he takes off. And then we just go back home and take care of business. We're up three one, so uh, that's that's what like the last two series have, has has went. But if we don't win game one, Anthony Davis can't have a bad game that series, or we're at risk of losing. That's that's Very any true. series. So, but anyways, man, uh, we've been going for a while. Let's wrap her up. Um, it is Mother's Day, man. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, or all of y'all listening. If you have a mom, a wife a sister, a cousin, an auntie, whatever. Please go up to them and tell them happy Mother's Day. Absolutely. Team, one it's been real, boys. I just What's wanted up? To mention, I just wanted to mention that 
your head coaching position is open, and uh, I hope it goes well for you. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all have a good week. Yeah, All right, man. Talk to you all soon. Peace.